to Grown Sexy, one platform that gives you all the secrets. From beauty hacks to wellness tips to all of my favorite product recommendations. And I'm bringing you along for the ride. Hey guys, welcome back to Grown Sexy. If you are a new listener, Thank you so much for stopping in. I'm your host, Macy Victoria. Grown Sexy is a platform I've created to help women live in victory and be obsessed with their potential. And that is exactly what the guest I have on today represents. She is a friend I've made through my YouTube coaching program this year. I'm a YouTuber. I have my own YouTube where I post product recommendations, beauty tips, wellness hacks. The link for my YouTube channel, Grown Sexy, is in the description box. So make sure you check it out. Every Thursday, I post a new YouTube video. But the woman I have on my podcast today, she's a friend from the YouTube coaching program I'm in. So I've known her about four months. It's a year-long program. And she's a new mom of, I believe, a two-year-old. She's in the middle of moving from a condo to a house, and she took out the time to be on the Grown Sexy podcast. I don't know if that represents being obsessed with your potential or not, but I'm pretty sure it does. I absolutely love her YouTube channel. We're going to dive deep in with her about how she became a YouTube YouTuber and how she found her passion and how she saw signs of in her childhood what would become a motherhood YouTube niche. I am so, so excited to dive in and talk to her. Um, I have been loving so much talking to you guys on Snapchat. If you don't know, if you're not a part of it, you need to be. Um, you can join me on Snapchat at the Grown Sexy Brand. That's my Snapchat username. And what I am loving about Snapchat is you guys take screenshots of the product recommendations you like so I know what to keep giving you. I talk about tongue scraping, um, restore shampoo I'm using, I talk about tanning lotion, all of the things on Snapchat. And you guys are screenshotting, you guys are texting me, and it's just so awesome to communicate with you through Snapchat. So if you have Snapchat, let's become friends. I'm constantly posting product recommendations, my favorite beauty tips, and my favorite wellness techniques. My Snapchat username is Grown Sexy Brand. Um, tip for the week, okay? My tip for the week that I have for you, because I used to do tip, tips of the week. It kind of got out of the habit. Here's the tip of the week. You know the jewelry hanger storage units of like you can buy it like on Amazon or Target they're totally outdated they're totally old-fashioned but if you take a jewelry hanger and it has all these little sections of jewelry in it my tip for the week is turn it into a makeup container So I recently bought at Goodwill the other day for $5 a jewelry hook that had all these little plastic sleeves for jewelry in it. And instead of necklaces and earrings, I put my foundations in a line. I put my eyeliner 
in a row. I put my blush in a little pocket and it is the coolest thing ever because I can visibly see my makeup. My makeup's on the wall, on a hook. My makeup is stored in a jewelry compartment, but I used it for a makeup compartment. It is the coolest thing ever. That is my tip for the week. But without further ado, let's jump into this Grown Sexies episode. Hey, Macy. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, I am so, so excited to have you on because like I told you before, you're the first YouTuber I've had on my podcast. And it's going to be like different because I'm a YouTuber myself. And so I'm going to either like be like, wow, like her opinion I've never thought of before. Or like, oh, I do the same thing as her. Like, it's going to be interesting because I've definitely always interviewed people with different, um, like, different jobs in mind or different, like, passions in mind, like bloggers, people that are authors. So, so excited to have you on for my first YouTuber. Yeah, no, I think it's, YouTube is such a unique space. Like, you know that since you do it yourself and everything. So, no, it's, it's, I'm excited to talk about it because I think it, um, it's just like a unique path to get there. And it kind of, you have to have certain personality traits to make it work. Absolutely. So I'm excited to talk about it. So for my audience that knows nothing about you, has not stumbled upon your motherhood YouTube channel yet, um, tell my audience a little bit about you. What is life up to? What does life look like? What are you doing with YouTube? Like, what are you up to these days before we get into the questions? Yeah, no, there we have a lot going on right now. So I just talked about on my YouTube channel, actually, that we are moving. So I um, I'm a wife and my husband and my daughter, Gianna, she's almost two years old. So we've got a toddler and we're moving and life is pretty much just all over the place right now. Trying to just get our ducks in a line. When is your due date to get out of your current house? How quickly do you need to move? Luckily, we're pretty flexible. So we currently own our condo. So at the new home, we're doing a lot of like remodeling and renovations. So I don't know. It's just a matter of making sure everything's good at the new place so we can officially move in. And then we'll get our condo listed on the market. But things are selling like hotcakes. So we're pretty confident that things will go smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is is the hope. Now, was that (laughs) the dream to move from a condo to a house? Or were you originally wanting another condo, but you just ended up a house? Like, is this the dream to be located at a house? Yeah, no, we're really ready to be in a house. I think just with our daughter and everything, um, you know, a George and I two tight of quarters, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The condo was perfect for when we were first starting out. Um, but now with Gianna and our daughter, she just she needs more space. Like she just there's hardly any room for her to play here and we are just ready to have a backyard for her and a basement and a swing set and so we're very excited about this move. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I saw your, obviously I've been keeping up with you a little more closely knowing within the last three weeks you were going to be on my podcast. So I'm like looking up about what is on your Instagram. I'm like watching your YouTube videos just because I thoroughly like to know who I have on my podcast, you know? And so I watched your latest video and it was, we have exciting news. Guess what? And then dot, dot, dot. Obviously 
it was either, oh, she's moving or she got a job promotion or she's pregnant. Do you deliberately do it like that to make people click on it just to see if you are having another baby? Did you have that thought or you were like, no, I'm just going to make it suspenseful. And you didn't even think everyone would think, oh, she's having another baby. Because that was my first thought is I was so excited for you because I'm like, she's doing this prepping us. She's pregnant. Was that your thought with making your last YouTube video? It definitely crossed my mind because in an earlier video I made this year about my vision board for 2022, I did mention those two goals that, yes, we are looking to move into our dream home. And yes, we are thinking about baby number two. So <laughs> I think my audience, they they were prepped either way, you know, and a lo- I did get a lot of feedback that people reached out to me and thought I was pregnant, which I mean, would be such a blessing. But we definitely were looking to move first. And okay. then look to expand our family. So it could have gone either way. Um, but in, in the end, it was about us moving and finding a new home. So that was the clickbait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now when you make the next clickbait, everyone's going to know that it's you having your second baby and you're pregnant again because your moving announcement right. is over with. So yeah, that's true. Really thinking about that creative title to make them not think it's a pregnancy announcement because then they'll be totally surprised. And that's, that's something super fun to look forward to for your channel. Yeah, no, definitely. Cause when I started my channel, Gianna, she was three months old. Um, so I started in the summer of 2020 and um, I didn't get to film any pregnancy content because Gianna was already here. So I did a lot of more like infancy and then now I'm doing toddler content. So this next time around round two, when the time comes, um, it'll be fun to do more uh, pregnancy and postpartum content with my audience. Totally. I didn't even think about that. I've not gone back to the beginning of your YouTube channel, but I didn't know that you started it when your daughter was already three months old. So yeah, you never got Mm -hmm. to experience that side of the motherhood niche. And your channel is go- is about to turn into, instead of, like, the best toy recommendations and, like, how to occupy her time, it's going to turn into, like, this is the size of my current baby. This is what I'm eating to stay healthy. This is, like, a healthy way to move my body when I'm pregnant. So you're about to have so much fun with your YouTube channel when baby number two does arrive. That's really cool. Yeah, no, I think it was fun. And, you know, when I was pregnant myself, it was um, the beginning of COVID, the first set of lockdowns. And so I was just here home alone all day, you know, watching videos on YouTube about, you know, what to expect when you're expecting and all of these other creators who posted their own pregnancy content. So um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that uh, when the time comes for me, because I think I have a lot to share and it'll just be more relevant when I actually, you know, do have a bun in the oven <laughs> compared oh, totally. to like now. So make sure but you I'm excited. all those boxes first. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. Make your husband do it all. If you get pregnant in the middle of moving and he will not be happy with you. Oh, I know. Luckily, George is such a good guy. He's so hands on. Um, but It's just a lot of exciting things, overwhelming, but exciting. (laughs) Definitely, definitely a new exciting season. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So for those listening that might not be aware or even heard of the concept of being 
a mom and making a motherhood YouTube niche journey. Wow, I boogered that up. Okay, I'm going to try that again. Ready? No, you're fine. <laughs> wow, I just like I skipped a couple words in that question. Okay, let's try this again. For those listening that might not be aware or even have heard of the concept of being a new mom and making their motherhood journey a YouTube channel, tell my audience what that entails and looks like. I think I nailed it that time. No, that you said it just fine because, you know, the reason I I ultimately started my YouTube channel was because becoming a mom, it changes you so much, just the way you think about things and, you know, you're caring and looking after your baby so much that you start to like lose your own self and your identity a little bit don't even I'm no scientist or nurse but don't even nurses say it really changes the chemicals in a woman's body and we do like scientifically think different because we we immediately like grow up and view the world differently once we give birth isn't that correct oh yeah I mean chemicals and you change and that's why all of a sudden you're a different person when you're a mom right because it mixes up all your hormones yes Yeah, no, the hormones change like crazy, especially in those first um, months postpartum. Um, And I think that that's where like the mama bear instinct comes in just because you're, you'll do anything. (laughs) I feel like to have, you know, exactly, exactly. So it's a lot to take on. And, um, you know, when you're doing it at a young age and for the first time, it's kind of, it's overwhelming and kind of scary. So you know, I just was getting lost in, well, I loved it so much. And I knew like, I wanted to be a mom and I was really like, love my daughter and enjoying it. There's no doubt in my mind that like, I enjoy being a mom, but it's so different um, than anything I have ever been used to. So I just, I was really in reading your notes when we talked the other day and you gave me an example of your bullet pointed outline. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you made a note saying it's way different being a mom than you thought it would be. So, obviously, I'm not a mom. I've never been pregnant before. Um, But the funny thing is, I'm older than you. Did you know that? That I'm older than you? Are you that much older? Because I'm I'm 27. I'm 28. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, we're pretty close. But I just think it's so funny because if you – I don't know if you've ever looked at my YouTube channel – I'm going off topic mm-hmm. for a second, but if you look at our YouTube channels and put them together, mine is how to use a fake tanner and how to get your nails done. And yours is I'm a mom. This is why I decided on daycare. And you would think yeah. I'm like 20 and you're the 28 year old. It's just so funny how our lives are different, but we're the same age, you know? No, sure. And I've always been, I've feel like I've, I'm just an old soul too, man. Like it's just always, it's a blessing and a curse. I feel like I've always been a little older than I, I, I am. <laughs> so, but, um, no, everyone just, their story's so different. Totally, so it's totally. when it happens, it happens, you know, but you find I the right gonna, person and go from what there. What I was going to say was the other day when we talked in your notes that I read, for the questions I was prepping you with, you said being a mom is way different than I thought it would be. So for me, never being a mom and for listeners that haven't reached being a mom yet, 
mm-hmm. what what do you mean by that? Like, how is it different? What were you expecting versus what is reality of being a mom? Walk us through that because like, obviously I can't relate to how you feel at all. I don't know if my expectations of being a mom will be different when I'm actually a mom. So walk us through that. Yeah, no, I'm still kind of wrapping my head around it almost two years later. I'm like, wow, like pinch me. I'm really a mom. Like this is really my daughter. Um, what and do you I think, think being a mom was going to be like that it's not like, like, is it more joyful or is it more responsibility or like, what is it different than you expected? No, I definitely a lot more responsibility. Um, and I think the thing that got, got to me too, was just becoming a mom during the pandemic. That, that totally just, threw you off. Cause like oh, we're in yeah. the middle of a pandemic and what now I'm pregnant. Yeah, no, that just, again, like, that's kind of why I think it changed my whole perspective, because I drummed my whole life, like, oh, I'm going to get married, have kids, and I'm going to go to Target with my baby, I'm going to go to parks and play dates and music class, and it's like, that was all just canceled, like, no, you can't do that with um COVID and everything, so I think that's a big part of what changed my first time mom experience was just how having a baby old, during the pandemic. How old was your daughter when finally the world's semi-normal again? Like how many months of was she a baby where you couldn't take her to Target? You couldn't take her to the parks because all the parks were shut down. How long was life not normal raising her? Well, okay. So she was born. So lockdown started in like March. Right. And then she was born May, 2020. So May 28th, 2020. And we kept her home until like, she did not leave the house until she was eight months old in January. Because you didn't want her catching COVID. Exactly. Because there there wasn't, you know, no one really knew how it would affect a newborn. Exactly. So it's like, as a parent, you want to do anything possible to help protect your child. And so we just really weren't sure um, what was safe and what wasn't. So for eight months, like your reality of, you know, all through your 20s and until you're 25 and like got pregnant or whatever, you were like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to dress my newborn up in cute little clothes. We're going to have a picnic, you know, like, I'll bring my six-month-year-old to Target. You're in visualizing this like a regular mom would. That's the fun things you get to do with a little baby. But then your life looked like for eight whole months, your daughter didn't even step out the front door. And that's what you're meaning as it was different, right? Yeah, no, I think that definitely plays a huge part in it um, was the whole pandemic and then just also too like the little things like I didn't realize how much newborns actually sleep so I found myself becoming a little bored at times because um, you were a stay-at-home mom yeah and no you're like, well, what exactly did I do? <laughs> exactly I was trying to find my whole like role and identity with the stay-at-home mom role so now were you not a stay-at-home mom before did you leave a career to be a stay-at-home mom Right. Yeah. So me and my husband, we um, both have restaurant industry backgrounds. Um, So I was a manager at um, a chain called J. Alexander's for a little bit. And then um, getting pregnant and everything, I had to cut that cold turkey again, because we just weren't sure what how it would affect the baby and everything. And we um, 
you know, I've worked in many restaurants. We actually, my husband and I currently own a restaurant. So we are the restaurant people. And that's just like, you work in restaurants yourself, right? You said you're a host. host. Yeah. Okay. No, you know, I mean, it's very, it's a very, um, especially being a server in the kitchen. It's very like fast paced, high energy. Maybe you see that, right? Oh yeah. I work at a five-star steak restaurant where Cardinal players eat at. I have to sure. wear floor-length dresses. So it's a very fast-popping environment. Yeah, so you're on top of your game. You got to be high energy. And then I feel like being becoming a stay-at-home mom, it was just very night and day where, like, staying home, it was just such a slower pace than I was used to. And it was kind of leading to this almost boredom, I guess, and not just, like, knowing what to do with my time or how to like value myself anymore, especially not receiving that paycheck, you know, that I was so used to working for myself all these years. So it's a lot of work and yet you don't really get paid for it. (laughs) So that's a reality um, check too. (laughs) Yeah. Take me back to when you were younger. What did you see in you that you did as a little girl that was a sign that you would be a future YouTuber? So I really, really love this question because I, there's just been so many signs from, you know, when I was very young and I can say like when I was like six, seven, eight, you know, me and my sisters, I have two younger sisters and we grew up on a street with all of um, girls. So all the neighborhood girls, we'd get together and we'd make up like these skits and dances that we would perform for our parents, you know, just for fun. And so that was kind of like, I I always had this like, eye to like create and I enjoyed like, you know, telling my sisters what to do and stuff and just giving them direction (laughs) to like, make make something (laughs) fun, you know, and, and then like skip a few years like forward. Um, do you remember did when you guys, vines were a thing? Going back first, did you guys uh-huh. with your neighborhood friends, did you ever film yourselves or no, you only just went home to mom and dad and showed them the dance moves. Did you ever get out like a little Barbie camera and be like, okay, we're going to film this. Even if the camera was fake or no, you haven't stepped into that side of it yet. You know, actually, I think we did do a couple of like VCR, um, right? That's what it's VCR. Yeah. Yeah. I remember doing that. Who knows where the footage is now? But um, yeah, no, we used to do like these Halloween party dance. Like we had a Halloween party. We performed like a dance for the party. And I think my mom or dad did film a couple of those dances. (laughs) So sometimes we did film um, our little, our little performances. (laughs) Okay, what were you going to say before I wanted to lead you back to that question? Do you remember? You were going to say I was going to say, do you remember Vine? It was oh, popular and like Facebook, right? That was like 5 years ago, right? Yeah. Like, I people, look, I've never never done it, but I remember what you're saying like cuz I got these notifications. Do you want to join Vine? But it was these like mm-hmm. it it was like a um, uh, back in the day TikTok right but exactly yeah, yeah. it was like a it, seven second video yeah no I I I did those and I really enjoyed doing them just like thinking okay. of funny scenarios or something um and my friends like would I post them you know after now, how school old were you at this time were you a teenager was, or what mm-hmm. yeah probably 14 15 so like freshman sophomore in college or um in high school you got into making vines okay Mm-hmm. And same thing, that same time period, 
um, you know, I would, um, we did like video projects. We started doing like PowerPoint presentations and video projects in school for different classes. And I remember I had a history class and it was like a decades project. And my group was assigned to make like a video about like what it was like to live in the fifties, you know, the 1950s. And so I had, again, a lot of fun doing like the creating that, like the script and then the filming with my, with my classmates that came over to my house. And like, I remember I really was like obsessed with the editing of that video. Yeah. And, you know, editing is a big portion of what we do on YouTube, unless you like, you know, hire someone to be your video editor. But I don't know about you, but I spend a lot of time editing my videos. Yeah. So it's a lot of behind the scenes work that goes into it. So I did. um, I just I I remember really enjoying it. And that kind of led me into um, starting to film my own videos of me at home. Because like, you remember, like, when I was in high school, when YouTube started to become popular, makeup and hair tutorials were like Uh the biggest thing on YouTube, right? So would you practice filming yourself doing hair tutorials also oh heck like, yeah okay yeah. <laughs> no I would I would since you were like 11 years old oh my gosh I there know so no, it's so signs. funny yeah mm-hmm. there's so many signs in your life that you like didn't know it but it's cool that as a 27 year old young lady like you can look back and be like wow this began when I was a kid I had this creativity I had the love mm-hmm. for filming I got super into editing. I was into vines. Like you can see all the little steps that made you have the idea to start a YouTube channel because most people never have that idea because they don't have those little steps of behind the scenes that push them that way, you know? Yeah, I know that's so true. And that's why I love this question so much because it really made me like do some soul searching and dig a little deeper into like, wow, maybe like I really am was made to do this all along you know, which is really cool. Take us back to that moment when you realized your daughter's three months pregnant, you're in the middle of pandemic. I'm going to start a motherhood YouTube channel. Like what sparked that idea? And how did that come about? Do you remember like the exact moment where you were when you're like, I'm going to do this? Or is it a blur that moment? So I remember my first video was a healthy postpartum meal video. And, you know, with my daughter being home and with me, just us being home all the time, I was like really like chomping at the bit to just start a YouTube channel. And I think cause just cause the boredom was getting to me, like I needed something to do. I wasn't working, you know, I was caring for my child, which is a lot of work, but I just needed something to like put my brain towards and not like watch Coco Melon all day long, you know? So I just yeah. needed to, I needed something to call my own. And that was so my biggest hurdle. YouTube, though? Cause tons of mothers through the pandemic felt the same way as you, but they didn't make a YouTube channel about it. So what made you think I'm going to start a motherhood YouTube channel? What sparked that idea? No, that's a good point. I think really it just, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube myself. Like I hardly watch TV. I hardly watch movies. It's just YouTube, 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 like for like the, all the, 
you know, content I consume. And I really started over the years, like just to be like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. And so I think that's just, maybe it is a little bit blurry, especially with all those hormones that were raging through me (laughs) coming off of postpartum. Um, Yeah. One day I just remembered, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to press record. Yeah. Yeah, I have nothing going on. I don't have a job right now. We're in a pandemic. I'm home all day. Now's the time to start this. Yeah, no, I think so. And it's come, it's crossed my mind to start a YouTube channel before. Like, you know, when I was in high school, I filmed a couple videos. I never posted them or anything. Um, and then in college again, I thought about starting a channel, but got really busy with work and class and stuff. And yeah, just having this downtime and this like desire to do something that's really kind of like what what um had me start and just hit record yeah now question did you obviously in high school or college you never thought oh I'm gonna create a motherhood YouTube channel if you were gonna create a YouTube channel then it would have looked a lot like mine more of beauty tips or wellness hacks but sure. as you got pregnant and you're nine months pregnant then like you had the baby for three months was it in your head a motherhood YouTube channel like I'll be so passionate about helping other moms this is going to be my YouTube channel like when was the moment you decided it was going to be a motherhood YouTube channel because obviously you could have gone in any direction and just done like workout videos or like homemade recipe videos of a stay-at-home mom channel so what do you remember what sparked the idea of motherhood yeah, no, that's a good point. Because if I would have started any sooner, it totally would have been lifestyle. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, just having my daughter um, here with me and, you know, having watched so many other motherhood related, like pregnancy, postpartum, babyhood related um, videos on YouTube. That that's just really you to know, well, I'm going to be a motherhood niche too. Exactly, exactly. So, and I I found too that like even some of the questions I had um becoming a mom, I wasn't even able to like find the answers to my questions on Google or YouTube. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to create my own videos to help other moms out cuz if I have these questions, I know other moms have to have them too. Yeah, totally. For any of my listeners who definitely resonate with your story and want to start a motherhood YouTube channel, what are your three steps of how you want to encourage that mom on her YouTube journey? Let's say she has not uploaded her video. She hasn't bought the camera. She doesn't have the ring light. She's total YouTube virgin. What three things now two years into your motherhood YouTube journey, what do you want to say to that listener? What three steps should she take? Yeah, no, I, I would say again, you just, you just have to start and start with what you have. So my first cup, my first many videos, I'd say for like six months, I'd recorded just on my iPhone. And I used like a really simple software, like editing software on my Windows computer, you really don't need anything fancy. So just having, um, just give it a try. I would say if you're curious about it, just hit record, practice editing, and watch YouTube videos about how yeah. you can edit. I learned so much just by like watching 
YouTube videos about how to do the behind the scenes stuff with like editing, editing styles and thumbnails and how Macy and I are like in the same um, YouTube coaching course, you know, because we're treating it as a business. But even if it's a hobby or a passion project, and it's something that's going to like fill your cup at the end of the day, I would just say go for it. So I absolutely, Um, before you tell my audience the other two steps, mm -hmm. I like love, 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 love how you said to the listener, just start. Use the little equipment you have. Use whatever you have working with you. But just start. Just try it. Um, Because I like, I think such a good advice for anyone that wants to start a blog or start um, doing volunteer work for an organization or, you know, they want to do YouTubing or podcasting, any of this entrepreneur stuff that like our generation is super into. It's like you, ha- the best advice is you have to start before you're ready because you're always going to mm-hmm. want to read more about it. You're always going to want to watch more YouTube tutorials about it. You're always not going to have the best camera or the best computer to write your blog on, but it's like no one started when they knew it all like me and you both I started my YouTube channel a year and a half ago so me and you started Mm -hmm. very similar same times I started my YouTube channel also through the pandemic and which is cool I just now thought of that we both started through the pandemic oh yeah yeah we did not start out day one saying oh we're investing X amount of money each month into this YouTube coach Tiffany and we're gonna like watch modules and submit critiques Like, me and you did not start off that way. We both started off on our iPhones. We both started Mm -hmm. off not knowing that we should script first. We started off probably not having the best camera etiquette. And two (laughs) years later, now me and you both really love YouTube. So we've invested in a YouTube coach. That's how we're friends. And it's like, she has taught us, oh, you have to bullet point your YouTube videos so you don't like over speak or under speak. And that was something new to me. I wasn't scripting before. She taught us about intro. Mm-hmm. She taught us about outro. She taught us keyword search. So it's like, we didn't even know that keyword search was a thing though, when we made our first YouTube video. And so it's like to anyone that wants to start that motherhood blog or make that motherhood recipe book to give away or like wants to, be involved in a motherhood niche somehow you'll never be ready just do what you can but you have to start like I I love that advice because if you don't start you're never you're always going to make an excuse not to start you know yeah no it really just the it has to come internally like from inside you and I know it's going to be weird it's going to be awkward sometimes honestly still when I'm I'm filming videos myself Uh, or of myself now it's still so awkward for me but your camera confidence gets better with time um and practice you know um just practice is huge and you're not going to get to practice if you don't start so it's going to be you know a learning journey and but you'll find your supporters along the way and that's the most important part what is the second thing she should do besides she's just going to start So I think the hardest truth I've had to learn about YouTube is really you just you have to know how to pace yourself right. Now, when I first started my channel, it was August 2020. 
And I got a little hot headed and I was like, oh yeah, by December, I'm going to have a thousand subscribers. I'm going to be part of the YouTube partner program. And here I am almost two years later, one and a half, almost two years later. And, you know, I haven't, I haven't met that goal yet. I'm still having an, an amazing time, but YouTube is, is a lot of work and we learn about how it's very rare for accounts to go viral and that, um, like you probably have heard this advice before too. Like a lot of YouTube strategists will tell you that YouTube is a marathon and not a sprint. Yeah. So I think like any work, if whether you're working a nine to five part time, you know, you have to just make your own schedule work for your lifestyle. And so maybe if you're only able to get out one video a week, like that's my limit right now, I cannot do any more than one one video a week just with everything we've got going on in my life right now. Um, So just really learning how to pace yourself and use the tools that you have is like going to be kind of the best place to start to like get your feet wet in the YouTube world I would say what would be your third advice to her pace yourself obviously that's setting boundaries number mm-hmm. one you said yeah. just starting before you're ready what is the third piece of advice you want to give to my audience that wants to start her own motherhood niche YouTube channel so I think YouTube is a lot about storytelling so Having that drive to inspire and help others, whether it's information you have or to tell your story, um, that's how you know that YouTube is a good fit for you. So like, Macy, you're so passionate about, you know, I love your tagline about like helping, you probably know it better than I do, but um, help living in victory, living in victory and being obsessed with your potential. Yes. I love that tagline because you have a mission. You have a reason to want to inspire other ladies and boss babes to like live in victory, you know, and, you know, on my end in the motherhood niche, my goal is to inspire first time moms. Yeah, exactly. To navigate motherhood. All the tips and tricks that you wish someone would have given you that you didn't have to research about. Oh, I know so much research. So Google, yeah, <laughs> Google and me, your best friends. <laughs> so, but yeah, so just really having, you know, I, I just, I love to help people. I, I always say I would have become like a doctor or a nurse if I could, because I just, I love to help and care yeah. for, and I care about people. I just can't deal with the blood. So I have to find yeah. a different way to inspire and help and care about people. So I think, you know, YouTube has just been such a good fit for me in terms of being able to do that. And it's such a great platform to help inspire others because you never know who's going to come across your video and you never know how many people you're going to help. Like I, I do have this one video and it's a short video, five minutes, and it's about how many clothes do you actually need for your newborn? Okay. And I've made it almost a year and a half ago. And I constantly still have moms commenting on that video, like, thank you so much. This was the video I needed. It was so helpful. Aww. So just like simple things like that, that, you know, just You're being really able to share someone. advice. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good feeling. So no, that's so- really at the end of the day, I think it's just having that community and inspiring others. 
I actually have two particular things. Like literally I probably have 10 things I do because I've seen it in a YouTube video, but I have two particular things that are most recent. And I'll tell you because it's like the coolest thing because I did not start this discipliner habit until I watched this YouTube video. Okay. So I was Mm -hmm. watching this, um, YouTube video the other day. Well, this was like six months ago of a morning routine and in the morning routine, she introduced me to tongue scraping and tongue scraping oh. for those listening that don't know what it is. I don't even know if you know what it is, but you buy this metal object off of Amazon or Walmart or Walgreens and you scrape your tongue three times in the morning before you brush your teeth because it removes all the white plaque that's built up when we're sleeping and tongue mm-hmm. scraping just improves your hygiene, gives you better breath and improves your taste buds. And I... Immediately when I watched that YouTube video, I was like, whoa, tongue scraping. That's like, I am 27 years old and never have heard of that object before. So I Googled yeah. on Amazon, how much is tongue scraping? And it was $12. So I ordered one from Amazon. And I am telling you, part of my morning routine every single day for six months is I wake up, I hydrate, I drink some water, I tongue scrape three times, and then I brush my teeth. And I never would have started taking care of my taste buds or getting rid of that plaque that I didn't even know existed that should be getting rid of if it wasn't for this girl's morning routine showing her tongue scraping. But um, another thing is, now you know this friend of ours because she's in our YouTube group. Um, I might be pronouncing her name wrong, but isn't it Tessie or Trissy, the one that has like the health YouTube page? What is her name? Yeah, I is it Tracy? I think it's Tracy. It's okay. spelled I think it's Tracy, but spelled a little differently. It, but yeah, it's spelled different, I know her. but it's Tracy or Tressy. It's something. But anyway, we have this friend, me and Stephanie, in our YouTube group, and she has a page all about health, of how to mm-hmm. cook healthy recipes, how to maintain the right calories for your body weight. So anyway, two weeks ago, I was watching Tracy's YouTube video. And it was three foods you need to eat that'll help your stomach be more like not as bad gut health, okay? Three things to help stomach gut health. So Mm. obviously with my brand Grown Sexy, I have to keep up with tips and tricks to share with my audience. Like I have to constantly be improving my life or I don't have content. Just like you, if you stay stagnant as a mom, you're not going to have content to push out. You always have to keep improving as a mom. So I have to keep improving as a girly girl with beauty tips and health hacks. Oh, I watched this video of Tracy's and one of the items she mentioned in that YouTube video was flax seeds. Now, do you know what flax seeds are? Because I did not until Tracy showed me in the YouTube video. Have you heard of that before? Yeah, no, I definitely have tried them from time to time um like people put them in yogurt or like oatmeal usually I don't eat them now but like I've tried them before (laughs) so flax seeds it was like four dollars from Aldi's and Uh this is little brown kernels it looks like oatmeal it smells like nothing tastes like nothing but it's protein and it's supposed to just like make you fuller for longer so you trick your body so you don't overeat So Mm. Tracy was saying, put flax seeds in your pasta or put flax seeds in your smoothie or put flax seeds on your vegetables. 
And she said, try this out because it'll help you not overeat or like binge eat, you know, when you're bored. So I went to the grocery store, bought $4, bag of flax seeds, something I did not even know existed until this YouTube video. But now every other day I put two tablespoons of flax seeds in my smoothie and I used to drink a smoothie and be hungry for breakfast two hours later. But now I drink my flaxseed smoothie and I'm full for four hours. And so I go two more hours feeling full. And it's because of nice. Tracy. Like I implemented something Tracy taught me. So no, like those are just two examples of how other people don't even know because of them. I tongue scrape or I implement flaxseeds in my life now. Like a YouTube channel it can change your game if you apply it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. I learn so much from watching YouTube videos. Just you pick up little pieces here and there from different videos. And I, I like to watch like a lot of routine videos too, especially in the motherhood niche now, because it's like, I learned things to help simplify my own routine, or I'm hoping that something I do, you know, I share with others, and it might inspire them too and make their lives a little easier. So yeah, I think that's awesome about you too. Closing thought, I really need to have Tracy on the podcast. She's my next person to get on the podcast, because she is so, so educated with health and fitness. But I have to tell her she's changed my life because, I mean, flax seeds in my smoothies because of her. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, and she does have a really good channel, too. She gets a lot of good info, for it's sure. very, very educational, the recipes and mm-hmm. good food groups she shares. Because it's lots of healthy stuff that no one promotes besides her channel. Yeah. What know, is, she's doing awesome. For closing thought, what is a book, podcast, or research resource you recommend that has helped you on this self-growth process that you would want my audience to know about if they're wanting to open up their own public platform like you on the internet. Yeah, so the first that's majorly helped you or do you always listen to a podcast? Like what would you wanna what piece of advice would you want to share with that girl that wants to be like you? I wish I read more Macy, but <laughs> I do have a source and her okay. name is Nancy Wen. So um, her, her social, she goes by happily ever Nancy and she, Nancy was actually my YouTube coach before Tiffany, Tiffany was. Oh. So I invested with her program just because like at first I really, really just I loved her branding and I connected super well with Nancy. And I think if you are looking to start your own Instagram or YouTube channel or even podcast, this Nancy has all three. (laughs) She is just, she runs her business so well. And the thing I love about her is she's just very positive about everything and just has this like beautiful energy and everything she does and she loves Disney World and I just think every time I see her content it just makes me happy so she's someone who inspires me for my listeners they can find her on Instagram at happily ever Nancy right yes yeah that's so that's her Instagram name and YouTube name okay cool and then her podcast she just started a podcast maybe a couple of months ago now And that one is called Hey Mama Memos. 
Oh, what is her podcast about being a young mom like you? Yeah, yeah, it's about it's about motherhood for sure. And she just she knows she puts her spin on it, her perspective. And I know some of her topics cover like, you know, about identity and motherhood or like going through like the ups and downs and how to like, you know, have a good relationship with your daughter and stuff because our daughters are actually, um, I believe, three months apart. So I'm constantly learning so much from her motherhood journey. And um, she's just such a breath of fresh air, really. So I love following her. Now, our YouTube coaching program, I don't know about you, but I signed up with Tiffany for the one-year program. Is that what you're on with Tiffany? Yeah. Yeah, I started. So I signed up in um, January. Oh, Um, me too. Is that when you did too? Okay. That's what I kind of thought. It was for her 33 Yes. 33rd birthday, so you get 33% off. That's what prompted me to go for it. Yeah, no, I, and I'm very happy about signing up for Tiffany's course. Nancy was amazing. Now, and how she long, was, I was going to ask, how long was Nancy's course? Was that a year program? It was three months, so not as long. Okay. Um, And it was, we did have more one-on-one time. It was like we had modules like we do with Tiffany's. And then um, every other week, we had like a one-hour, one-on-one coaching call. Okay. So that was pretty cool. And um, they just, both coaches have been helping me in such different ways. Because I feel like Nancy, and I'm not really sure if she's still running her coaching program, to be honest. Um, But Nancy really helped me just kind of like help me align my brand and who I wanted to connect with. While Tiffany. Yeah. I think is a rock star with like SEO and all of that stuff. So both lady, like both coaches have just helped me in And giving you different insight on how to be successful. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you would recommend to the person that wants to start a motherhood niche to go to the Instagram happily ever Nancy and maybe look at her page and talk to her, pick her brain, see if that three-month setup is for her or not. Um, do you have a podcast you recommend? Or is her podcast the podcast that my audience should listen to? Do you like her podcast a lot? Is that what you would recommend? I do. I do like Nancy's pa- podcast. It's called, again, Hey Mama Memos. Hey and... Mama Memos. Okay. Mm-hmm. She just keeps it very you know, very light, very realistic about, um, you know, the struggles of motherhood and, you know, why some days are hard, but it's okay. And she just always gives you just great, you know, just, just like, she just, yes. Yeah. I'm like, it's stuck for words all of a sudden, but (laughs) she just gives good, um, yeah. Reminders of that. You're going to be okay you know, you're, I'm just, I'm going through the same thing as you and we're going to do this together. We're going through motherhood together. Yeah. Well, I like, I really, really, really appreciate you, Stephanie. Like I appreciate your time because I know we're recording at 8 PM your time and you just got your child into her bedtime routine. You're like, okay, husband, if she screams, I'm on a podcasting call. You're in the middle of moving. You definitely could have postponed this, but you were like, nope, it's an opportunity to like help others. So I'm going to record with Macy. So I appreciate your time. And just like, I think you're so, so awesome. And I'll be calling you when I'm pregnant and be commenting (laughs) on all of the videos.
this item? Like, seriously, I'm going to need a life coach when I'm pregnant because I don't know at all about that phase of my life. Um, for my audience yeah. that want to connect with you on Instagram to ask you any further questions or want to subscribe to your YouTube channel, give them the details of how you want my audience to connect with you before I let you go. Yeah, so I, uh, my brand is just my name. So um, for both YouTube and Instagram, it is Stephanie Hajal. Um, the last name is H-A-J-A-L. Um, it's, it's, it sounds like it's hard to pronounce, but it, believe me, it's much easier than my maiden name. My maiden name was Rogatsky, so oh, that boy, was a tricky one to spell. Like, with that. So that's nice. I did. And now I, that's why I'm so surprised. And people are like, how do you say that? I'm like, oh, come on. I've dealt with this my whole life. <laughs> that is but, so um, funny that like your, your two names were so similar, but the both mm-hmm. complicated. Like that is so funny. I know. I know. So yeah, Stephanie Hajal and I am, I am an open book. So if you need help, um, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'm very active in all my comments on my YouTube video channel or my YouTube channel. So I'm just, I'm, I'm a helper. I like to help people. So if you have questions, I'm happy to answer them and help you out. And that's why I knew I wanted you on my podcast because being grown sexy, living in victory and and being obsessed with your potential though it starts with loving your own self, but we do it to love others and to give back to the world. And we fill our own cup up to pour into others. And that's what I've seen you do through your YouTube channel is, you know, you have created this YouTube channel to pour into others and be obsessed with your potential and help that with the mom world. So I just really appreciate your kindness that you put out there and the world needs more moms like you. And I really hope Anyone listening that maybe wants to do something with motherhood, start a blog or join an organization or a YouTube channel, I hope you really encouraged them. And um, if you guys have any other questions for Stephanie, you can definitely reach out to her and she'd be so glad to give you any advice. Oh, thanks, Macy. That really means a lot. So I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Well, I will see you next Friday for um, our group coaching YouTube call over Zoom. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'll be there. Thank you so much for your time. (laughs) I appreciate you. And you're going to definitely have to be back on the podcast um, announcing baby number two is on the way, okay? Yeah, I'll keep you in the loop. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to make a loop. So I'll talk to you whenever that happens. Reach out. I'll have you back on the podcast. Oh, thanks. Sounds good, Macy. Bye, Stephanie. Have a good night. All right, bye. You too. Thanks for listening to the Grown Sexy Podcast with Macy Victoria. Subscribe for new episodes.